0: It's cool. It'll be interesting because I am um, I could play synth on the guitar. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Just the thought of it, my mind is kind of semi-blown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's something oozing out of my ears right now, which I think could be my brain. <laughs> <coughs> Man. Yeah, I'm a little bit like that too. i got water in before. That's a good idea. <sighs> Ooh, what's that? Oh, well, the interface, the interface is right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Want to buy it? No, thank you. Mm. Um... Whatever. <laughs> 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 no. I'm gonna... I'm, I'm, I'm... Eventually, I think, I'm gonna upgrade and get another mixer that's a... Bigger one? Yeah, maybe a slightly bigger one. But at the moment, it's alright. But maybe something a little bit more modern. I was even thinking the next the new pre- Personas ones or yeah. I was looking at Midas ones but they're quite expensive but like a little mixer but yeah. that has stuff in it and and I think with the UA stuff I think I would just get like a satellite and just use it for some things yep yeah. you could get
1: the it's probably not going to be any more IO but you could get the little uh, what is it called the little Apollo it's
0: only like two channels oh yeah
1: but you could go
0: <coughs> isn't that the cooler satellite the little one that you just on the, the no, desktop one that's a satellite it's like just a processor oh okay well, what is it called then the the standalone one with the big knob on it yeah yeah that's the one that's the one I meant that's what I meant yeah cool because it's only two ins two outs mm. but
1: you could um get like a um, what's the company Audient Audient make a um Really good, like eight channel preamp that does like ADAT uh-huh. into that, so you could do ten channels. uh uh-huh. okay. I, oh, I mean, I don't need that much stuff. Which would probably work out about the same as a new presonus desk.
0: Okay. And I don't know. Well, I like I like I still like the desk idea though. I like <laughs> oh, yeah. you know because of the way I run things. And we like today, get, I was in. You get the new series three of the presonus. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I would be getting because I actually I watched this. Um, I watched. There's a I think his name name's Joe. Glider, the Yeah, the glider? Nashville guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. who does... Uh, and he, I think he's Persona-sponsored partially because mm. he's got all Personas crap everywhere. But um, some of the stuff... Um, <coughs> he, he just recently upgraded to the new Series 3 mixer and he was saying a lot of the... Because um, a lot of the um, effects on there now are plug-in-based mm. effects. And he said that... Um, like there's like an 1176 compressor and stuff like that on it and he said they're really good they yeah, cool. almost as good as any other plug-in versions of them that he used yep and he uses that on its way in so he kind of treats it like a hardware, hardware. yeah sure um and um yeah so i don't know that's one day i mean i'm in no huge rush mm. yeah cool But I'm quite happy, I'm quite happy with my setup now. Um, So anyway, welcome to the podcast. Hello everyone, humans of the world. G'day. Um, Both a bit croaky today. Yes, a little bit. I've got, I don't think I'm sick, but I've got allergies going like crazy. I came here and allergies going. Yeah, it's because we live in the nature. Yeah, nature stuff. Oh God, nature. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so welcome to the podcast. Um, We're back at Alex's place.
1: Yeah, hey, welcome. Hello, hello, Alex's place. We just did a quick video of um, my studio tour.
0: Yes. Of the studio tour of my studio. Yes, because last week we did a podcast at my place, Mm. and Alex said, why don't we do a video of your studio? So we did a video of my studio, and... uh, Because it's pretty much up and running. It's getting there, yeah. Yeah. You're you're making music and stuff. I'm making music. I put, actually, since since we've filmed it, I've put up another maybe five... Oh, um, yeah? Diffusers? Is that what you call them? Um, acoustic panels. Acoustic panel thingies. Uh, ceiling z- panel thingies. Yeah, well done. <laughs> call <them> that <laughs> the old ceiling panel thingies. So we put up another five, I think, since yeah, cool. since you since we did the video. Yeah. Because it, it, and it's much less. It, it, it's noticeably less echoey in there now. There was. It's deaderer.
1: There was a weird frequency. I noticed, like, it's kind of mu- must be like upper bass range when you spoke. You're deeper.
0: Yes. Like like that. Like that. Hello, everyone.
1: <laughs> At your place, there was like a bit of a resonant frequency. Yeah. So, um, but it's, um, yeah, I could have fixed it.
0: It fixed it now. It's not doing it, it's not doing it in here either. <laughs> yeah, so I think I put, yeah, I put another five panels up. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, it's good now. Can the you... only problem was the last panel I put up, my ladder isn't quite high enough. Yeah. So it was a bit of a balancing thing trying to get it up there. But, um... Because when I, when I painted the place, when the guy built it, the guy who built it, the guy who lined the inside for me, he left all his stuff there for a little while because he, went, he oh, yeah. went on a holiday. Gotcha. And he said, uh, oh, well, you're going to paint it and stuff. Just keep the ladder and stuff there. Cool. So, and he has a really tall ladder. Nice. So that's what I used to paint. But my ladder, because it's quite a high ceiling, mm. what the point is, the point of the roof. And one of the um, the ceiling panel thingies that's the technical term is almost at the point of the roof now gotcha and to reach it was quite of a mission but I survived I didn't fall you didn't die I had a couple of and I'm not good on ladders generally I'm not a ladders kind of guy Um, uh, I I didn't die I didn't fall off
1: no it's hanging any um, any poo came out oh
0: lots 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 of of poo poo. okay but uh, (laughs) all over the place but I had I put put a ladder in a big trough so it was all good I caught it off Bit of top down. tarp yeah, yeah, big, yeah, and then that's all fertiliser now, so it's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> if only you're a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, so we did the studio <laughs> tour of Alex's place because we had a few people ask about that, and we talked about it for at least two you years. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But we've done it now. Um, yeah.
1: So it was just a quick um, run through and check out something we did mention. Um, I have a small room under the stairs. <laughs> I
0: was gonna jump in then, but I didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a very. I have a very small
0: penis. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh damn! Oh, oh. I've an e now. Oh, <laughs> that's what she said. Cock. And um, <laughs> <laughs> chicken. Yes. Male chicken. Male chickens.
1: <laughs> and uh, it doesn't lay eggs. No. No, the um, little Just space under the out. stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Is where I have the guitar cab that we record for the demos and also general recording in here.
0: What the hell's that? That's a memory from six years ago. I'm just (laughs) just checking Facebook because we do this. I should quickly, I'm just going to quickly jump in. Because we do this thing where we say, you know, whatever you look at, post a picture of whatever you're looking at. And someone sent in a picture and I was just looking for that. But um, I found on Facebook, it came up with a memory from six years ago. This is a little finger puppet that my daughter, we went to Ikea and we bought a bunch of finger puppets. Right. And we pulled this one out and it's it's just Dion, our friend who's a sax player. It looks like Dion. And I posted it and I tagged him on it and I said, oh, look, it's Dion the finger puppet. Anyway, keep keep, keep talking about what you're talking (coughs) about. That's funny. What were you talking about? Yeah,
1: so the, the guitar cab that's in the little amp room under the stairs. Yes. If, um, yeah, check out the video. The reason I did it that way is because I stole it legitimately from Tim Pierce. Ah, okay. He, he, if Check out his, um, uh, videos on how he records at home. Because he has <coughs> his recording set up on some tables basically in one end of his lounge room. And the, um, speaker lines and mic lines go down through the floor into his garage where he has a big iso cab like the size of a small car <coughs> yeah and um, basically that's the way you can crank up your amp in a suburban environment you got yes. neighbours there you can wind up you know, Marshall head or whatever else he's using and then um, oh, excuse me and then um, it's also a good way to monitor on your studio monitors exactly the tone you're recording.
0: Yeah, because you don't hear the actual because you're not blasting the funny frequencies of the amp in the room. Yeah, yeah, Not melting one ear. Yeah, because it's so loud in there. So
1: that's um that's why I did it that way, and it's worked out really well because I just ran a sp- I I I did it in with that in mind, so I ran a speaker line and mic lines through the
0: wall and I built the space. Yeah, because you put you built a lot of the walls.
1: Yeah. yeah, so um, it's really good to do if you're building a studio is to have a l- s- more room with speaker lines as well as mic lines because you
0: used to have an ISO cap, didn't you? When we first yeah. started doing videos, we mm. used to there used to be an ISO cap that worked quite well.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I think I've still got that.
0: Oh, well, yeah. <coughs> maybe you could do two speakers one in an ISO cap just to get different.
1: Yeah, I think I've got any more i only got one speaker line, though. I need another speaker cable.
0: Well, you just need, a like, an A-B box. Oh, sure, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I'm 30 minutes. Run two at once. Or you could run two at once. Two amps at once. Well, the ISOCAB, you don't need to have it over there. <coughs> oh, yeah, You have it under here.
1: here. You have it anywhere. anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: good point. See? See, that's what I mean. Um, yeah, that's cool. So check out the video. Um, um, we go through all his output gear. <coughs> Excuse me. We go through all his output gear, and we didn't mention the patch base, but but that's just patch base stuff they're just patching in a base sort of way Uh, also just want to speaking of taking a photo of whatever you're looking at while you're listening to this yes uh, and posting it so you can post that on our Facebook page which is Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Pedal Show all one word oh no Super Fun Awesome Happy Time and then Pedal Show but it's all one word actually because if you dub it anyway (laughs) just type in Super Fun Awesome one word and you'll find us uh, either post it to that or send it to Superfun Awesome Happy Time, no pay to show, just Superfun Awesome Happy Time, one word, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I want to say hello to Robin Smith, who is looking at cables. Yeah, I saw that. And did he ever reply to you? Because he said, he's like guitar cables? And he didn't reply, no. So, <laughs> hi, Robin. Thanks for listening. And thanks hey, for Robin. posting a picture. Um, pretty big cable, so it looks like. Um, I wonder where it is, though. Is that in Australia? Is it overseas? or? looks pretty industrial, like. Um, Looks probably like I don't know, like maybe phone cables or, yeah. or you know, we had um, just down the street from where I live, we just had a <coughs> bunch of trucks with huge spools like that because they were pulling um, fiber optic fiber optic yeah, cables, cool. and they had one spool on one end, the other spool on the other end, yep. and they pulled out the old cables on one end and pulled through the other cable on the like down yeah. the horse road. Yeah, That's interesting. A friend of mine used to do that as a job. So now I've just got a. Um, I really need to should ask how much it would cost because we have a node, a node right outside of a house, across the road, basically. Cool. And be interesting, but it's still this, you know, shitty, shitty cable from the node to the house. It'd be interesting to know how much it would cost to lay good cables to the node. Yeah. Probably a million dollars.
1: If you're not in Australia, <laughs> basically, what's happened with our internet setup? It's bad. It's crap. It's yeah. It's very behind. It's all a bit. 1940s Russian.
0: Well, it's very much... Well, I mean, (laughs) without getting into politics, it's very much because our Prime Minister... Shit-ass. No, he has shares in certain companies that build these certain things. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, So what's happened is they've gone digital... i optic,
1: Like, to Basically, like, a hub in um, your street or... Called a node. Node. um, In your street or, you know, a few streets worth but then it kind of bottlenecks back into copper cable. Yeah,
0: so it screeches to hold as it comes closer to yeah, your Yeah, so place. it's really fast up until... Up down, until just before your hands. Down the road, yeah. <laughs> 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 until
1: four dollars down, and then it just, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's... I mean, it's, so it's way better than what it used to be, yeah. but... Um, still, And, and in all easy. honesty, I mean, uh, it's called the NBN, the National Broad- Broadband ne- Network, which a uh, <coughs> uh, very smart government, uh, uh, a few governments ago, um, privatised... The big Australian phone company uh, promising everyone everything will get better. The privatized people company that bought it did absolutely nothing to make it in any way, shape, or form any better. And then the government used uh, a company that is partially owned by people in, that run this country to do an NBN network. Taxpayer funded and it's crap. But anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's look at it. This is not the politics um podcast but it is pretty crap but it's way better i mean there's lots of people complaining but i used to the videos we upload yeah. i used to, it used to pretty much be overnight it's like seven hours to upload one of our videos yeah it's now but half an hour so it is much faster upload in particular much faster
1: it's definitely usable definitely not a massive still issue.
0: watching netflix and stuff quite often stops Oh yeah, Um, or the the picture quality will go crap, which really really annoys me. Sometimes immensely happens (laughs) with YouTube. (laughs) But um, (coughs) but yeah, anyway, (coughs) that's that's that. So um, yeah, so how did we get to that? Um, not sure, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, post a picture of what you're looking. Either oh, cables. Oh, the cables. The cables. Post a picture of what you're looking at. Um, even just, you know, send us a message, say hello. Even if you feel like, uh, what do you want us to talk about? Is there anything in particular you want us to cover? I mean, we're two extremely knowledgeable people. Well, one really extremely knowledgeable <coughs> person and <Me>. one, <coughs> one, one little less knowledgeable. Oh, don't, don't put yourself down. <laughs> so oh. let us know if there's anything you want to... Or if you have any questions about what we do or, uh, you know, let us know. Um, so Alex, you. what's new with you since last week? Hey, I've got something I've wanted for a long time.
1: Ah, I didn't even look at that before. And I can't believe it's taken me, how long have we been playing guitar for? It's like now. 20 years? 24 years. 24 years? It's a
0: long friggin' time. Yes. And they probably were almost <laughs> out then already. Yeah. Well, maybe the, ori- the first, yeah, I don't know, maybe, so roughly. It's only taken me almost two and a half
1: decades to finally buy a full drive from Fulltone. And it's blue. It sounds like And that's that. what it sounds
0: like. And
1: it's the, um, it's
0: a version two, it's a blue one. Is that the MOSFET (laughs) one or not MOSFET? It should say it on it if it's MOSFET, I think. It doesn't say it on it. Because there were people commenting on the picture that you put up, and they said, oh, it's a MOSFET or not MOSFET. I think that's a non-MOSFET one.
1: Yeah. Um, Man, great drive. I haven't even tried it yet. I I used to play in a band with another guitarist who had one. Mind you, he's a great guitarist, so he could make anything sound good. Oh, thanks. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and
0: uh, i'm just taking credit
1: and um he had one and then always loved it and i've never actually played one until like last week so it's been a bit of a it's like oh always meant to get that noise meant to try one out found one really quite cheap and, um, yeah.
0: They're not expensive. No. Well, I'm, I'm, I've been kind of wanting to get an OCD for a long time and sure, never got yeah. around to it. <coughs> it's like... <coughs> excuse I f- me. I found this with
1: pedal stuff, and also I was talking to a friend recently about my movie-watching history. Like, there's some gaps in my, like, film-watching, that like, big hit, like, classic movies that people know that I just haven't seen.
0: It's when you have kids, um... I haven't been to the movies in like 10 years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even on Netflix and stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should actually sit down and watch that because everyone refers to it. And, and this is kind of one of those moments like, oh, yeah, now I get to play it and go try it, it, it out. and get it. Yeah. I got it for 100 bucks, so. That's pretty really good. That's yeah. good. And it's almost mint condition. There's nothing really wrong with it. Like, yeah. Got Velcro on the bottom. <whistles> Pre Velcroed. Okay. Do you put the... Which way do you go with the Velcro? Do you put the ho- hooks on the pedal or on the board?
0: I put I put that on the board. So the, the hooks. That's not the hooks, that's the loops. That's the loops. The loops. So I the put sol- the loops on the board, yeah, me, usually. Yeah, me too. I put the, the, the heart, the... Yeah. That's hook. the, the so hooks, yeah, the hooks. I put that usually on the, on the pedal. Pedals. Because otherwise crap gets caught to you, like stuck on your pedal board. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly know why, but that's what... I, I don't know if I ever thought about it but that's just the way I did it I think you know why yeah. I think I did it like that oh no I was just going to say because pedal trains come with that but they do come with the other side too they come with the hooks and loops yeah they come with velcro I don't know I don't know why I do it like that I
1: always thought about doing it like that because if you have say on your pedal train you got a strip across the whole bar yeah Um, if you get like fluff and dirt and stuff it'll
0: get caught in the hook stuff true and then but it kind of gets caught in that too but anyway, i don't know yeah let's say so. let us know also you people out there what do you put on the pedal do you put <laughs> no. the hooky side or the yeah. Tackle, loopy side tackling the big issues today or or do you do what a lot of other people now do and use that <laughs> pedal board tape which is hooks on both sides there's is it 3m that make that yeah, whatever it is that and it's like the hook side and both yeah. sides and it's, it's supposed to be super duper strong Well, i got some of it. Yeah, and it's it is strong. Yeah, cool
1: Yeah, it's more like a Like Lego or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah Well, you can not if you pull up it doesn't it won't come right. apart You have to kind of go sideways for it to come off otherwise. It
1: doesn't yeah, come right apart. cool Hmm excellent. Very nice. so yeah, that's um full full drive two, a full-tone USA Mm-hmm
0: Brilliant. Well, I've got, got another um, missing piece of the puzzle in my DoD collection. Oh, yeah? And actually, I've, I've just, um, I'm stupid because I think I'm going to add to my DoD collection. But anyway. Because there's a lot of DoD stuff out- over the years, hey. There's another series that I'm going to start collecting. Oh, yeah? The original series. Because in <laughs> 1982, they brought out um, uh, 10 pedals. Really? There were ones prior to that. And I think some of them were called Performer Series and stuff like that. But in 82, they brought out uh, um, a whole, they brought out 10 pedals. Yeah. Um, and I have a feeling I'm going to start collecting them too now because they're quite cheap at the moment as well. Yeah, cool. And I love dear stuff. But I got um, the um, Even Harmonic. Mm. No, hang on. I've got the Integrated Tube Even Harmonic Overdrive. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> That's um, catchy now. Which is meant to be... Okay, so they've released... uh, And I think it's the FX100 and the FX101. So they've released the... uh, uh, Even harmonic... The integrated tube even harmonic overdrive. And they've released the grind rectifying tube overdrive. Right. Two pedals.
1: Okay.
0: Um, And they're both meant to be Marshall Ah. pedals. And one's meant to be more of an overdrive. (coughs) One's meant to be more distortion. So the one I got is a meant to be more the overdrive, and the grind is more the distortion kind of side of things um and it's interesting <laughs> and the other interesting thing and actually i tried it out for the first time this morning mm. it has a speaker out oh it has it has a normal cool, out yeah, and yeah. it has a speaker out uh and it's not fantastic <laughs> but um it's definitely better than going direct although i do like what? the direct sound did you go into a speaker or into the amp into um mixer into my mon- monitors yeah
1: What happens if you go into a speaker? Is it loud enough to power a speaker?
0: Like into a... A speaker? No, I don't think it would be. I'll try it into the torpedo, into the two notes. It'll definitely run that. But it's meant as a direct output, direct into the PA. Right. Like a... a Compensated speaker output, or whatever you call it. Yeah, sure. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's not the best sounding pedal in the world, but... um, Mm. It actually it was. I tried it a whole bunch of different guitars, and the funny thing was, it has so it has a, 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 a volume, bass, treble, and gain, and it's meant to be the overdrive kind of one. The higher gain, I'm not a huge fan of. The lower gain actually sounds alright, and the treble is like ridiculously bright. But the funny thing is, it sounded best on trebly guitars. Wow. Um, so I, I tried a telly yeah. And I tried uh, my old Jaguar, and it, I liked the, the sound of it the best, even though it's a really, like, on my, with my Jazzmaster, mm. it was almost too trebly. Right. And then I went, oh, what if I, you know, and it turned to treble almost all the way down, but then it was a little bit, which yeah. I didn't like. But then I plugged in my, then I went, oh, let's try the Tele, because got, I've got uh, Porter vintage pickups on it, which are great sounding pickups, actually. Yeah, cool, okay. Um, and, um it sounded really cool and I went Oh, I wonder what it sounds like with the Jaguar with the jangle switch on too on the bridge pickup and it sounded it actually sounded good cool so I, I it, it's not I think it's a good um, I reckon it sounds very sort of indie like strummy sure like um, a mild breakup like a layer type yeah recording approach I actually thought it sounded quite good at first I, I went oh this is not very good at all but um yeah it I didn't mind it yeah cool yeah. okay so, which I'm, I'm going to get the grind rectifying overdrive, mm. which is the distortion, to the higher gain one. Nice. Um, but it's all, it's all slowly coming. Um, and I almost bought, uh, but there's another one now, actually, on, on eBay, Yeah. and they're quite rare, the bass grunge. Bass grunge? Is that a thing? They did, did a bass grunge wow. pedal, and one of the knobs actually says stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You know, it's got like... Um, what has it got, like, um, butt and smear and whatnot, the, the actual grunge? But the bass grunge, hang on, I'll, I'll find a picture of it. One of the one of the knobs actually says stupid. Hey, there's a... Just for that, I need yeah. to buy it. Uh, yeah, it's more, zip, stupid and juice. Nice. <laughs> the bass grunge. Um, so I think I, mean, I might have to buy that. So what series is that from? That's the same, that's, um, uh, uh 96 five or so it came out so that's the, that's basically the same the annoying thing is um, I did a here's a little apple whinge does it ever happen to you when you have multiple apple things mm-hmm. right and you have things like your notes mm-hmm. and your calendar all shared right so if you update something on one it'll update it on the other one um, but then sometimes it doesn't I don't really use those features. So See not, I, I just that. with calendars because I've got I use my iPad a lot at okay. home but then when I'm out I have I don't take my iPad I have my phone yeah so for gigs and stuff when people ring up and inquire about things and calendar right yep. and then with notes I do this thing quite often where if I um, so for example when I was when I started building my studio uh, I measured things and I write down okay so I want you know the desk needs to be at least 1.8 to 2 meters long and you know, like I've got this written down and sure. the window uh, the window is um, You know X amount above you know how that's how high it is So if I want to put something underneath it So I've got measurements if I go somewhere. Yeah, cool And that for example if I take my iPad right now that would be there. Yeah my iPad cool. but then the other night um because I'm a nerd, and I'm a bit of a... Um, I like writing things out, because otherwise I never remember stuff. Okay. I wrote out this whole huge thing about the pedals, what year they came out, and the history of them, and all, all that right. sort of stuff. Yeah, and the is, different series is... That is pretty nerdy. That is pretty nerdy. Because there's like... Because um, <coughs> I, I now... The, for example, the, the series where they did the... Um, with the grunge and the death metal and the punk fire and all that, it has a certain name, which I can't think of right now, but the name is... It's called after they change the font of how they wrote at the FX number. Like Mm -hmm. all the DoD pedals have DoD, it says DoD on it and then it's usually it's an FX 64 or 94 or whatever it is. And they change that font and then one series is named after that font. Gotcha, okay. Um, But then they have another series which is called the final series because it's just the last series they made in America before they moved to China. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the Chinese one is called the VFX series. And then they have the first series as well, which is the first series of when they went into that style pedal. The housing. The housing, that sort of housing with the plastic switch. Yep. (laughs) And with uh, at first with the headphone style, um, like like Electromonics power. Yeah, cool. Or like Electromonics did and rats, old rats have that and the Klon used to have that. Mm. And I wrote this whole list down of which ones came out in what year and which ones are missing from each series. Cool. so like te- for example the, with the grunge and all that stuff technically I'm missing one which is called the Metal X right but the Metal X is from it was released the same year as all those yeah all, they were released 94, 95, 96 all those the genre ones yeah um, were released in that year but um, the Metal X was the only one that didn't were the knobs and their funny names it just had like level oh, yeah. bass, bass, treble yep. um, whereas all the other ones have like butt and smear and Yeah, hurt. doom yeah. and you know, and whatever it is, hurt, yeah. But, um, so, I mean, that's technically one I'm missing, but then I am, but I'm technically I'm not. And also that same year they released um, sort of in an, I think it's like an aqua sort of color, it's a mm-hmm. sampler, delay sampler. Alright. I think Nick Reinhardt did a video of that, that, that was one of his first pedals ever. Right. That cool. was released the same time as all of them. Gotcha. Which I think was 94, 95. Yeah, cool. And then, um, so anyway, so the, uh, 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 that belongs in there as well, but then they did a few later as well that were like limited runs, like they did the Corrosion which is basically the same as the Metal X but different housing and it was like a signature style pedal gotcha. and then they did the big, big Pig Fat or something like that the pink one which is the same as a Grunge mm. but it was like a limited run for a certain online <laughs> shop Okay, gotcha Anyway, there's all these runs, but yeah, the first series Um, Mm, There's 10 of 10 pedals uh, and I think I need to collect them too, (laughs) sadly. One of them actually, uh, surprisingly most of them you can find on eBay. Mm. And one of them I'm actually really interested in and I, I should really actually buy it before I release this video, just in case. Because they did a pedal called the Swell. Oh, like Sluggy? Yep. It's basically the same principle as a slow gear, but it works, um, it's a momentary switch. Oh. So it only, it does it as you put your foot down. Cool. Um, and it look, it actually, it sounds like what it does. It sounds really cool. And it was, apparently the story goes, um, I love this. I, 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 honestly think, I really think, um, the Deity stuff, they were so ahead of the time. Yeah. Swell pedal. Yeah, cool. That one. I'm just showing him on eBay. That's super... There's eight, one on eBay. Orange, that's the original series, so that's what they look like, the oh, original no, series. Gotcha, yeah, cool. So it's the same sort of housing, but ever so slightly different. Yeah. And uh, the original, original series, the first series, the knobs were slightly different too. So th- that's the look of the original, original one. Yeah. And instead of having the FX in a box, it had those lines and effects. next to it. So you can't see it. I might put some pictures up. Um, but, um, yeah, so this swell pedal... Um, apparently they released it, and it was released around the same time as the slow gear, mm. the Boss slow gear. But the Boss slow gear was, I think, because it didn't have the momentary thing, it was maybe a bit easier to understand. So they actually, um, the sort of the next batch they did, they added an extra page to the to the booklet to the instruction manual. manual. Yeah, right. To, tell people how to use it because <laughs> yeah. people didn't quite get how to use it apparently Yeah. Well. Um, but it looks really interesting and it's it's meant to be same even the same sort of chips as in the slow like it's meant to be basically like the slow gear cool just with the momentary switch and with you know about $300 less <laughs> <Yeah. 'Cause laughs> some $400 less that old boss stuff is going for silly money now aren't and this is mint condition in, with a box was it so, 150 US 150 US yeah okay, cool. so um I might see if I can get it a bit cheaper than that. But um, I really dig that stuff. There's some really, really cool stuff. Um, and I'm missing a few. And I could go through them all if I had that list. But um, yeah, cool. there's a really interesting website, actually. If anyone is interested in that stuff out there, it's called americaspedal.net. Right. That's the only place um, I could really find that has really good information on all those DD pedals. Oh, cool, yeah. And man. it tells you about the different versions. And how they changed? Um, they changed certain things with different versions. Yeah. yeah. Um, like the, with the Vibro Thang, for example. Yeah. yeah. The um, they changed the um, the um, what's it called the pots? They changed the different um, resistance. Gotcha. I think is that what you call it? Like the physical resistance? No, as in, the resi- as, in, as in you know, you have like 250k oh, sure. yep. pots and 500k pots and, yeah. and uh, jazz masters have a one-meg pot. Gotcha. Um, they change the resistance of the pot, which change the sound of it okay. between versions. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very interesting. So if you're into that, I think, super interesting company, DoD. Mm. Uh, and it's just about the history of it and, and all the pedals they made. And there's this thing called Vaporware. Yeah, um, which um, actually, I just listened to driving here. Listen to the Guitar Notes podcast, and they did a thing where um, they did a quiz, and they, got, they said uh, so it, they had to decide whether it was a pedal or a wrestling move. <laughs> 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 yeah. And one of them was the Ultimate Destroyer. Is it <laughs> a pedal or a wrestling move? And they said it's uh, it's one of the rarest DOD pedals. Yeah. Really? But um, these guys on this. Um, um, America'sPedal.net call it Vaporware, and what Vaporware is, it's a pedal that was never actually released. But uh, there are some out there. Right. But there's no real information on it. But uh, they made a few prototypes, and a few prototypes are floating around. Interesting. So there's a uh, there's the Ultimate Destroyer, which is meant to be like this crazy distortion, but with like a Univibe kind of thing. Wow. In it, yeah. Uh, and then they made um, that sounds great. It sounds awesome. Uh, and there's a few others that they made, the Echomatic Digital Delay, and um, they made a few things which are considered vaporware, so it's right. it's stuff that was, they may have built a prototype, but it was never released. I think there might be some stuff like uh, way Huge, like that floating around. Yeah, I think
1: so. If you see the um, interviews. The early days with, of, yeah, yeah. George Tripp stuff, because... Um,
0: Jorge. What? I don't know. I never, is it just pronounced George? Yeah. Because it's like Jorge. All oh, right. Like with a J, I don't know if it's spelling.
1: George. Um, yeah, he, some of his interviews. He says he just started building stuff when he was um, just as a side thing. Yeah. And yeah, even up till like late nineties when he shut down the first sort of period of that company, it was pretty much him and just a couple other people. Yeah. Just working out of a garage really. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's sort of like. Hand them out to try it for someone to you know, ha- have a go at. What do you think of this? and Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure there's stuff like that floating around.
0: Oh, I'm sure there's tons of that stuff. Yeah. He's an interesting dude because I mean, he's like the big analog god, yet he did the whole line six. <laughs> yeah. Side of things as well. I mean, he and he speaks really fondly of it too. And I've seen him I, his. I also I still think I, it's funny actually. I just watched. Uh, um. um uh, uh uh Henning did a Henning Pauli uh, did a video with um what's his name Glenn Fricker Spectre yeah. Sound Guy cuz I think Glenn was at Henning's place in Germany for a while cuz we were to music mess and they did a few videos at Henning's place yeah cool and they did a video of um, uh, like a gear review thing of the um, the pocket pod <laughs> all right I think like an old pocket pod battery powered pocket pod I know the one uh <laughs> and, yeah and and um um <laughs> Glenn Frick actually went, that's it's actually not too bad. And I think I honestly think the line six stuff, the old line six stuff is really good. Yeah. Like the four button pedals yeah, they're are cool. excellent. They're pretty cool. And I still stand by the pod is great. With the pod, all you got to do, and watch, we've got a video of it, it um, and, and I should, I should, we're going to talk to, hopefully talk to Henning soon on the podcast, to yeah. Henning Powley from HP42, I've got to message him again actually, um, with a pod, all you got to do, if you run it direct, and that's the only way to run it, is run it direct, turn off the speaker simulation and use modern speaker simulation, and it actually sounds good, yeah, I even sort of convinced you, didn't sort I, sort of, sort of, it actually does sound good. It sounds, yeah. I think for, f- and, and I mean, the way you always got to look at it, for its day, yeah. for something that came out 15 years ago, mm. something like that. It's pretty old now. It's, it was early 2000s, yeah. I'd, I'd say. You know, it wouldn't be much later than 2002, 3, 4, 5, something like that. Mm. Um, for something that came out that long ago, <laughs> it's... I think it was way ahead of its time. Way, way ahead of its time. Yep. So that's the thing. Pod users, yeah. turn off your speaker speaker emulations hmm. and use, for example, just get um, the free uh, two notes wall of, sa- wall of sound? I think it's wall of sound. I think so. Wall of sound plugin and then just get some, uh, buy like some Celestion plugins or buy some of the um, two notes plugins. Yeah, the, not plugins, the IR, sorry. IRs. Yeah. And use it if you don't want to get a hardware thing. And some great sounds. Yeah. I think it's really good. <laughs> Personally, that's just me, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, but the DD stuff, it's I think it's really good. Um I've I've been a I've been a fan of that stuff for a while now and I'm, I'm just sort of slowly um slow, so if anyone out there has some old DD pedals that they want to get rid of, um uh, let me know because I'm kind of interested. Because I think, yeah, there's like the, the swell, there's the Bifid preamp. This one actually going quite cheap in Brisbane at the moment, at one of the old FX10 yeah. Bifid preamp. It's all right. In the old housing, um, there is the phaser with an O, phasor, the FX20, the vibra thing I still need, the FX25 envelope filter, not the B, oh. not the 25B, the FX25. We wouldn't dream of it. Um, what else do I need? The FX35 Octoplus. There's a few. I mean I'm I'm kind of I don't know if I'm gonna go as fast as getting things like the noise gates and stuff like that <laughs> and, um, Yeah. But I mean just to get the the just to get the collection. Mm. But yeah, I, I love the DOD stuff and I'm 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 slowly if I see something at a reasonable price, I'm slowly buying. Man. And um, But I think I'm gonna finish the the era. I've got now, and then once I yeah, finish on. that, I'm going to start going into the the first series. Sounds good.
1: Yeah, I think I'm ready for some more toys. I've, the the um, full driver is the first thing I bought for
0: ages. So. It's fun. <laughs> a lot of that stuff is quite cheap, and and mm. I mean the most yeah. of the D&D stuff I buy is less than a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's fun and um, quirky and fun. And yeah, and it's interesting and it's it's same as the
1: Dan Electro pedals.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, cool. I actually after you, after you commented on that guy's thing on Facebook. Oh, yeah. If if you're not on the the Facebook
1: group called Pedal Boards of Doom, <laughs> it's really fun. So jump on there if you're
0: not on there already. Brisbane, that's in Brisbane. Ah. Um, I get that. that's one of the old. Sweet. It's not the old old series. This is another. This is the D- Dod bi, uh, bifet preamp because it's got the FX10 in a box. Right. So that's the second but, series of that series. The okay. original series has some lines oh, there, gotcha. um, but it's, you know, it's, it looks in really good nick and it's in Brisbane, so why not? Um, well, that kind of stuff is cool and all, but it doesn't quite have your, um,
1: oh, uh, doesn't it quite have the, um, collector's... No, it's the original. I want to get um, the original. Price tag, Yeah, I want to get the original. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So I we as well get the original stuff, like, while no one's... While well, no one else does.
0: Yeah. Suckers. But yeah, $17. Yeah. Where's that? At the moment, in America. America, eh? It's mine. It's yours. <laughs> but you're not in America. No, not yet. Well, but, you know. But, but yeah, to, to, to tell them about the Dano So
1: I didn't realize this until days ago, but the Dano apparently has. Is it
0: fuzz? Well, it has. O- octave and It has fuzz. a whole bunch of settings. Hang on, I think. I'm just looking on eBay here on this thing, and I think it's got the picture down the bottom. Because I've got so the if-
1: Shift Daddy, which has slapback and like the pitch thing like a um
0: like a tremolo arm so the dano wire has yeah. six wires in one all the cool wires from the 60s back in one powder pedal oh, thank God. two sets of two banks of presets foot switchable so you can pre-select two wire sounds and foot switch between them while playing live cool <laughs> and <laughs> built-in octave distortion cool 60s That's octave awesome. effect foot switchable that's neat. The Dan Electra stuff. That's another. That that, that was so way ahead of its time, in yeah. my opinion. Because I've got the four kind of classic big um, steel
1: housing ones, like the Distortion, the Overdrive, the Chorus, and Delay. Yeah. And. Um,
0: I've got the hippie series. You've got the hippie
1: series. Yeah. Except for the.
0: What is it called again? The oh, always. Um, the um talkbox. Talkbox to. Yeah whatever it's called god I can't think I never think of it
1: <coughs> but I, I'd like to get the other two the bigger ones the um Free Speech Free Speech I'd like to get the tape delay and the sp- spring reverb too
0: so that would be neat D- they're meant to be really good yeah um, the spring reverb it, it has a touch pad so you can hit it and it goes a <laughs> poof, that springy sound Go. Cool. I used to work with a guitarist who had the delay and it was pretty cool I want to get bo- I, I want to get both the wires, the Ooh. triple wah Oh, they're different. Yeah, I didn't know that. But oh. you've got a wah, which is the one that comes you can get in like leopard print or z- zebra. zebra print, <laughs> which I think only it's just a couple of different wahs, Three wire sounds, three and, three. and then you get hence triple wire, I guess. And then you've got the danowa, which has six wire sounds and an octofus. That's what you want. Oh, that's oh. yeah. That's the one you want. No, no, I want to get both. Because I want to get the cool... Nine watts. I want to get the cool... Um, I'm not going to use it, but just to have it. And um, the um, leopard print. That's just... How cool do they look? They just look... <laughs> if you get a chance, check it out. Because they just look more than anything else. They just Because they, they're basically cars. Yeah. They're, they make them... If you've never seen them, check out... Um, just type in Dan Electro... Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you'll see pictures of it. I, um, I just want to see one of those... Like, you know, the picture,
1: like, perfect, immaculate, like, um, church pedal boards on Instagram, you see. I just want to see one of those with, you know, Strymon and the new compressor from so and so and H9 and then a massive leopard
0: print wire. Yeah, so. that's what you need.
1: <laughs> that's what you want. Just a bit of pimp on just on the side.
0: Because that's, yeah, I mean, there's just, I'm just <laughs> looking at now, There's I'm just looking at pictures. Yeah. So there's a. There's a... Oh. So it's, it's like a zebra. Kind well, not. It looks almost more like a tiger-y sort of stripes. Ooh, sexy. And then you've got the leopard one. That's so... That's just cool. That's pimp. That's just awesome. <laughs> <coughs> so they basically look like cars, mm. old cars, the oldie 50-star cars with the wire rocker yeah. on top. Because um, on that Pedal Boards of Doom
1: Facebook group, there's this guy said, um, don't hate me, but I just like collecting them and he had a pedal board with most of the... Um, all Electro stuff, yeah. Electro stuff. And and then everyone's like, hey, actually, I really like those too. <laughs> <laughs> and all these Dan Electro fans came out of the woodwork. Yeah. it's Mostly it's like, um, yeah, just sort of run of the mills type pedal board like, on there. And they're really good pedals. Everyone comes in like, actually, yeah, I really like that stuff too. But no, no. like, generally, uh, it kind of looks cool and quirky, but they sound great.
0: They sound really, really good. I think they're excellent. They're... they're um well, yeah, we sort of did the, you've got the, 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 I guess it would be the original series as well. i guess. guessing. And I, I kind of went for the, I've got the Hippie series going. Yeah. But, um, I think, yeah, the wire. Wa- I think I'm going to get both wires. And yeah, the, the, the Tape Echo and the Spring Reverb, they'd be interesting. But they're quite pricey still. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, the bigger ones are. They're quite pricey, yeah. Yep. Um, um, but, um, you know, well, whenever there's one coming up, that's a good price. That's. Uh, but yeah the Dan- I never knew that about the Dano wire that there's an That's octave bigger. fuzz kind of thing on it as well and if I didn't you... even know that there was six different wire settings I didn't know that either speaking of retro
1: tape delays and yes. stuff yes a um a very good condition a Space echo okay came up for sale on the internet yes the other day and I'm starting to wonder whether are they still worth buying. Like, if if you had the money and say you put, put away your money and saved up, wanted Space Echo. Can you get that sound from, without spending now close to $1,500 and have the reliability issues with old gear?
0: Well, <clears throat> the thing now is, isn't it now... Can you get that stuff from... the, the Digital stuff is getting so good Yeah. that... I mean, I think you get emulation, digital emulation that's pretty much just as good, but you don't have the. Like the. Um, the it can break factor. Also, fluctuation in the uh, sound, too, which is kind of part of the magic. But that's part of the magic, yeah. <coughs> well, I mean, if I. If I <coughs> Excuse me. I would absolutely love to. If I had the money, yeah. I would love to get some of the like, old Space Echoes and stuff like that. I was just looking at, and I'm actually. I'm quite keen actually on getting. It, there's a, um, an old um, Roland mixer oh, yeah. analog mixer at the music shop at Noosa oh. which is meant to have reverb built in but the reverb doesn't work so it's one of those things you'd have to buy it and you'd have to get someone to fix it get Aaron to fix it yeah there's a the reverb right there yeah right there we got a valve reverb here the valve reverb but you know I, I think some That's of that sexy. stuff there is a lot of magic to it yeah um, um, and I think the fact that it right. is running <coughs> through these old actually what Show was I just listening to? I think it's uh, hanging out with audiophiles. Oh, yeah, cool. That um, check that out. L- 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 Liddell, L- Liddell, what's his name? Uh, really interesting. Do this, I think I mentioned that on a podcast before, but it's this um, it's this guy. Um, oh, yeah, because I mentioned he interviewed um, Dave Stewart from Eurythmics. Oh, yeah, cool. And Dave Stewart was talking about how most Eurythmics albums from Starting recording to completely finished mastered was like three weeks, yeah, cool. Uh, and they've recorded it in you know little um or something one, yeah, in warehouses or little one room um uh, cottages, like little um like camping style um, what yeah. do you call them? Um, C- cottage, I guess, cottage. thought no, it has a name, oh, it doesn't matter, like a, yeah. like a little um, anyway. Uh, and they spent hardly any money on it, they just bought gear and recorded it on tape mm. thing while. His peers, their peers, who sold probably less albums than them, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars a day Mm. and it took him three (laughs) years to record an album in his huge studios. Um, But yeah, a very interesting podcast, Hanging with Audiophiles. And I think they were just talking about it. He was talking to some guy from New Zealand in some band um, who records and produces his stuff as well. Having transistors and running the audio through transistors Ah. It's still there is some magic there that still can't be recreated by digital the digital world. Yeah, and i are talking on. about you know UA stuff and and it gets close and it's great and it mm. is reliable and it's always the same. Recallable. Recallable. Yeah. Um, but there's something about having audio run through transistors and big <laughs> chunky things that it's weigh a lot. It's the electricity that. That. It has through, a certain yeah. magic to it. Yep. That, and I'm sure it's the same with these, um, all these old tape delays, like ta- like Space Echoes, mm-hmm. like the um, Echo Racks, and yeah. like the, what are the other ones? The, the uh, Echo Plex. Echo and stuff. Um, like, there's some magic in it.
1: I was just thinking about it recently, because within days, like a day of each other, the Space Echo came up for sale, but also a... Um, uh, the T-Rex replicator. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that would be cool. The pedal one came out yeah. up, up for sale. Yeah. Like, a lot cheaper than a Space Echo. Like, granted, you don't get reverb on it, but...
0: No. And it's a much... The tape is much smaller, yeah, shorter, too, yeah. so you don't... Because it's this little cassette thingy, mm. and... So, is
1: re- reliability... in Going to be a make or break, probably, and maybe like anything vintage, like gear or cars or people like you you just (laughs) vintage people, (laughs) like most guitar (laughs) players maybe just needs to be serviced and looked after properly,
0: yeah. But I think at the same time, again, and this goes back to we were talking about we had even a podcast, (laughs) we called it Is Digital Killing Analog, yeah. Um, um. I think the most important part and the most, the thing that, okay, I think whether you use uh, an Echoplex or whether you use a Space Echo um, and you use it live or use it in a recording studio or you use a digital emulation, the people listening to it I don't think they would notice the difference mm. and I don't think they particularly care about the difference. Yeah. I think, ultimately, it what makes a difference is you as a player. Mm. And I think, um, and again, I was just, there was something I just listened to and it may have been that as well. No! I was watching the, um, that's right, another Henning video mm. and he was uh, a Thomas Bluke from Bluke Guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, was there the little he used to, he used to work for Hughes and Kettner and all that sort of stuff yeah and he was they were doing this blind shootout thing and it was amazing because Henning has this wall of amps mm. and Thomas Blue brought his old vintage Marshall head cool uh, in and then he had the little blue amp thing and Henning has a switcher you know the the amp switcher thing where you push this, it has like a little um, like a dialing thing on his desk and he can select what what head goes into sure. what cab and he had the uh, yeah. blue blue guitar I think it's called blue guitar yeah um, um amp thingy the little stomp box size amp yep um and Thomas Blute <clears throat> was saying okay let's see if I can make this sound like the amps cool and Henning wasn't looking and playing and he was switching back and forth between the amps and the blue guitar thing mm-hmm. um and it literally sounded insanely good. Like it was, you could not, on through YouTube, maybe in a room it's different, yeah. but again in a room also, it's coming through the same speakers. Yeah. So he's sitting there playing. He couldn't tell the difference half of the time, and they were going through like High and Friedman amps, Old Marshall, Soldano amp, yeah. Morgan amp. Cool. Like quite different amps. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't, and one of the things Thomas Bloeg was saying as well is, a lot of times the fact that you sit in a room and you plug into an old Marshall amp, it makes you feel a certain way mm. and you will respond in playing in a certain way because, ooh, there's a plexi there. You want, you want to li- live up to the experience of... It's it's an experience, yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. you can most likely get pretty much an identical sound out of something else, mm. but it's not an original Marshall plexi. Yep. Or it's not a... Five thousand dollar Friedman, you know, or it's not a you know vintage Vox or whatever, yeah. um, and it makes you play differently, and it makes you react differently because you yeah. feel like a little schoolboy goes, oh, I'm yeah. playing through this, I'm playing through an become, old Marshall, become fifteen again, you become fifteen again, it's like this so excitement, and I think it's the same factor with mm. with all that sort of stuff. So you have, I'm sure, a lot of. And I'm doing air quotation marks here. Purists <laughs> will um will go, oh man, I can completely hear the difference between digital emulation and the real thing, mate. It's completely different. But I honestly, don't think you can as a listener. I don't yeah. think you would. I don't. But digital technology's gotten to a point. where I don't think you can notice the difference.
1: Like like you say, it's that experience in the first place. Yeah. And what that how act- you play. Yeah. And what that actually means in the real world is that if you're going to to record with your band and say the studio has like Henning does have wall of amps <coughs> excuse me or you hire some stuff or whatever it is you have an old AC30 and a Plexi and yeah um, say a Morgan which is a nice choice yes <laughs> um, and that you step up to the plate you play the best you've ever played in the studio you feel great about the recording yeah you go out and sell it like you've Life depends on it. You flog it to the radio stations, to um, A and R, to to, at gigs, and that, from from that having that initial like ownership of your sound and recording, and uh, that's gonna just sort of sort of um, snowball effect. Yeah onto the rest of your projects. Yeah.
0: So And it's a whole different experience if you plug into a Kemper. Yeah, if, if you go into Or yeah. an XFX or something if like that. If you've got and the guy the guy she
1: goes, okay, plug into this, we're gonna dial up sound and click click, click play down leave. Plug
0: into that, we're just gonna do a um, like a like yeah. a like a bear track and then we can add the amp later, we reamp it yeah. and add it later.
1: <laughs> reamp through um a plug <laughs> Yeah. Like so
0: that's good ca- yeah, it's a just different feel. You
1: going to walk away going, uh, oh, us kind of just going through the motions. Yeah.
0: So uh, I personally I think that's the way I look at it. I think mm. true. It's I mean, fun. if I would have, uh, and I mean, it's the same. Like for example, I mean, it's not the same, but it's I got this Boss standalone. It's this big sucker like an analog delay. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's huge. It's like a almost the size of a rack unit, but not quite. Yeah. Um, if you want to see it, check out uh, the video of my studio because it's briefly in there. Yeah. I think it's a Boss. DM100, I think that's what it's called, DM100, mm-hmm. it's like a big thing, and I'm sure it's not really any different to any other analog delay, Yeah. it's just, maybe I guess there are big transistors in there, because it's quite heavy too, actually, it's a yeah, big heavy thing, could be. Um, but I just love plugging it in and just playing, yeah, cool, And and same thing. It's the same sort of thing. It's because it's, oh, it's this cool thing. And I'm actually now looking everywhere for the reverb version of it. Mm. And I actually just looked, someone posted on um, on Instagram and it came up as a thing, an old Yamaha analog delay thing, which sounded great. Okay. And it had, it's, yeah, it was a rack mount, yep. but it had these sliders. Okay. Uh, and it looked really cool and it sounded really, really cool. And then and it's funny how big brother watches Same. because i was just mentioning, because we went we did the video of the stu- of your studio tour and you were just saying about the art, is it rev 7 or whatever it is yeah, uh, yeah? cuz i just watched that video on instagram cuz it just came up in my thing of an analog delay of the right. thing and then the next time i, I open up facebook you know there's mm. like some of these sponsored links and cuz i'm on ebay a lot it ca- ebay thing came up and right. it had that Rev Seven as a link. Wow, there you go. That shows your big brother watches. Yeah. But um, um <laughs> but with, the, I love that sort of stuff. This and is I think, l- looking out for you with cool gear. <laughs> with cool gear, yeah, that's good. It's no, not Scientology I mean, or something. <laughs> that, no, but I mean that's the thing. Like a lot of that stuff, you can probably get. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, that, was a, that was a Strymon oh, River pedal. That that, poo poos, mm. all over that. <laughs> Um, Yamaha (laughs) thing, but it has a certain thing because it's this big thing with buttons on it. Yeah, it's like 8-bit digital or something. And it's, it's, it just has a certain vibe to it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure it's the same with, with a lot of these compressors and stuff. Mm. Like you have, UAD does, some of the stuff they do is... Everything. ...is as close as you can probably get. But, you know, plugging into a big thing and you have an actual meter... Bouncing around. ...bouncing around and it it warms up because there's tubes in it and you have big knobs you turn. Yeah that experience of interacting with it oh. is completely different it's a process of engineering a, a recording which session. in turn makes you work differently mm. so you know i'm sure if you record and if you sit there and you, if you're an engineer and you have output gear and you have plugins yeah that will give you exactly the same sound the way you work the output gear is different mm. to the way you work the plugins
1: yeah it's also because i like to commit to z- Compression going into the computer,
0: but you can do it with the UAD stuff too. you
1: Can yeah, yeah. but this kind of gets
0: me excited. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's it. That's it because it's like, got big ca- coming knobs coming in, and it clicks when you move it. And it's got yeah. big switches, and it's got the it's big, big meter going, and a light goes on. And it's all it's kind of, a- of steampunky
1: in a cool, like yeah nerdy way. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Of everything we do is in a nerdy way. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely. I love all that old stuff, and uh, you know that's the reason why we. Mm. buy it and look for it because it's yeah. it's interesting and it makes you but that's what I, that's what I always get at with all the the digital stuff as well yeah the digital stuff makes you do things and emulation stuff makes you do things differently again not better or worse yeah but um and, and that's what with me like I very rarely very 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 rarely yeah. will find gear whether it's recording related with guitar related where i go oh this is crap i'm not going to use it because there's always something that you find with it that works with it and everything even if it's something that doesn't work for you if you use it it you will react differently the way you play the way you approach it is differently and it makes you quite often do things you would normally do and to me that's that's Yay! Progressing, that's the goal. Progressing on, yeah. That's what you want, because that's you want to do things. You don't want to do things the way you always do them.
1: Yeah, because
0: totally. it's boring after a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the thing of, I think is it it's a studio tour of, um, I'm, want to say like East West or maybe United, one of the big studios in LA. When, um, I say, oh yeah, this is the U forty seven that Sinatra sang into and the singers go
0: oh. oh they'll sing completely differently I, because I, I better you know step up because finger <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yes because <laughs> yeah you've step got up. some big big company there yeah.
1: <laughs> it could have been one of the other U47s that the studio has but they don't know, it. you know no. yeah. it's just another microphone but just so happened to be used on that that album that
0: well, was um, played every Christmas <laughs> um, I didn't even remember what it was wasn't it an AKG but uh, Warren Hewitt the mm. produced like a pro guy he just posted a thing that long ago and he said I finally got one of these and it's a, I think it's an old, maybe an old AKG oh, yeah. mic um, and it's the same mics they used, the Beatles used. The D19s yeah, D, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, in Abbey Road and he's like I finally got one of these mm. it's just the greatest moment ever <laughs> and I mean again, there's a guy who worked in a lot of the biggest studios in America, yeah, probably using some of the best gear ever but Buying a stupid mic makes him excited, and then the fu- next, when you know oh, yeah. the first time, first session he uses it on, he's yep. like, "Oh, I'm going to use this microphone now." And when he's, ex- <laughs>
1: and that's going to trick along because when he's excited, the client's going to get excited. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's like, it. Oh, that oh, is it? That's cool. I, I get to use the same microphone that you know was, yeah. was on. Oh, the Beatles you know, used that. Yeah, um, yeah, come together song. Yeah. But the funny thing with the D19 mics, they were just like fifty sevens. They're just a dynamic mic that. They had around, yeah. like had a pile of them in Abbey Road, and um, they just used them on everything because they had a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was just a bunch of them, so they put them on everything.
0: This, it was funny. There was just yeah. um, um, Steve Albini. Yeah, put a, had a Reverb shop. Oh, I don't know if he still does, but not long ago. Yep. and he sold a whole bunch of the gear that he used with Nirvana, mm. but it's all kind of cheap gear. Yeah, but I mean, this whole Steve—I think that's his whole thing—is like using whatever's around, and you don't, you know. Yeah, whatever's close. Whatever's close by. <laughs> and and um, but he was just saying, oh, you know, these mics. Yeah, we had heaps of them, and you know, we used them on this, and we used them on that, and we used them on the drums. But Kirdo used to sing through them, and because he liked a certain sound of it. And actually, oh, again, that's that. It's interesting. Have a listen to it. The last episode of um, hanging out with audiophiles. Um, <coughs> both of them that that L- L- Liddell whatever his name is the guy who Okay. it the, the, the English guy lives in Nashville and it does like solo electronic music where he loops himself and mm. he does like drum beats and loops it and puts effects on it it's really interesting like yeah, cool. interesting guy yeah. and he's been on the last few Sonic States podcasts I like watching the Sonic States yeah. um, it's on YouTube they do podcasts on YouTube with videos where they talk about all like electronic gear yeah, cool. Um. And he's been on the last few as well. Um, but yeah, the, his last podcast, he talked to this guy in New Zealand. Uh, what is it called, the band? Crowdhouse. No, the uh, unknown. Getting... <laughs> the, some unknown thing. Oh, I've got to look it up now. Anyway, but they were talking about one of the things they really like doing is buying really cheap, crappy microphones yeah. on eBay. Like as cheap as possible, Mm. and then seeing what you can do with it. And he bought this, I think it was $30, this microphone on eBay, and he recorded drums with it. Because on the hanging with audiophiles, he interviews people, he talks to people, but at the start, he always does a. Little section where he talks about because he, he produces his own stuff and he records his own stuff and has his own studio, and he talks about new things he found in a studio that he uses and that he does, oh, or nice. new, new plugins or new software or new things. And one of the things he was talking about is he likes buying cheap microphones.
1: Yeah.
0: And he said um, he has a drum kit at home, and he uh, he doesn't play drums very well, so he, he was talking about you know it's a cheap microphone and a cheap drummer. But he had this one mic that he placed in a some weird spot mm. and he recorded the drums with it. And he said, it just sounds really cool because it sounds really... like it sounds like there's fil- like filters and stuff mm. and it's sort of distorting a bit already, but then he put all these other effects onto it and it sounded really, really cool. Very yeah, nice. Um, and he, that's one of the things he likes doing is he likes buying cheap microphones yep. and then finding what is it's it, interesting yeah. to use with. Yeah, cool. Um, so, you, you know, all that stuff, it's mm. using, using imagination. It kind of comes back to your, um, nicely it comes back to your
1: DoD collection. Yeah. Where it's like, it might be a weird ass kind of crunchy overdrive fuzzy thing. Like the grunge. Like the grunge. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. And
0: and yeah. it actually, and I've got to do a video of it. It sounds really cool, surprisingly cool, yeah. through synthesizers, <laughs> like all distorting right, cool. synthesizers. It actually sounds nice, surprisingly good. Yeah, great. Um, so yeah, there's gotta be. But yeah, I love all that stuff. It's it's mm. quirky things. Mm. <laughs> and I mean, like I said, again, going back to the DOD D- D- thing, and we're, we're basically out of time, and we probably call it a day in a second. But um, like the even harmonic, oh, what is it called again? God, it has a stupid name. The Tube Even Harmonic Overdrive or whatever it's called, the one I just bought. I can't even think of the name. The FX100 um, Integrated Tube integrated. Even Harmonic Overdrive. It's uh, a <laughs> dumb name. But, you know, I plugged it in and I didn't like it at first. Mm. Uh, and I didn't like it through, with the guitar usually like. And, oh, and actually also, um I changed the, uh, because at home I always now go through the, two notes. Yeah. I changed the speaker too. And actually one of the things, I bought two of them because I thought I should like them, but I never liked them, is the Alnico Blues, which is the speakers that are in old Voxes. Gotcha. And I, every time I, I, bu- I bought one of the Ownhammer um, ones, mm-hmm. and I bought uh, um, one of the two notes ones. Cool. And I never, oh actually, and I bought, well, I've got three, I've got the Celestian one as well. Because mm. the actual Celestian made one. Because I thought, I quite like the sound of old Voxes. I should yeah. really like it. But through my amps, it just doesn't work. I never liked it. But that, um, that um, integrated, oh, yeah. even harmonic overdrive, that's, I flicked through the different... I should do a video of that. I flicked through the different um, IRs, oh, yeah, yeah. and that one sounded the best. So using a really bright, mm. jangly guitar, through this really bright, mm-hmm. not very good sounding overdrive. But then going into my Fender amp, but then going into uh, El Nico Blue 2x12 IR, sounded really good, That's and that's how I liked it. That's the weird, sound I liked.
1: Weirdly, if you said that's your setup, it'd be like, oh, that's going to be piercing as hell.
0: But it wasn't. I know. That's, on, that's, on the bridge pickup. That's the weird thing. On a Jaguar with the jangle switch. Wow. <laughs> And it actually sounded good. And then again, like, it made me play in a way that I don't usually play. Like, I just played this sort of quite hard-hitting power chord riffs, mm. which is not sort of my thing usually. Yeah. But it sounded great with that. Cool. Like, lead stuff sounded crap. But just for that, it sounded really good. Like,
1: um, there's a Tim and Pete's guitar show episode, which is one of my favourites, with Michael...
0: Ah, oh, it's his not... Lander. Not Lander. Thompson. Oh, yeah, you talked about that one a few times. Have you seen it? Probably, but I can't remember.
1: Super cool. And, it, yeah, he talks about, because he's, you know, done umpteenth million, million sessions. He says he has, like, combinations he always goes to. Be like, that bridge pickup on that guitar with that compressor and yeah. drive that delay. And yeah. that's the thing for that type of bridge sound.
0: Like the my carbon, yeah the through the driven sound of your serotonin. Yeah. That's a great combination. It's, Pure rock and roll. Pure rock and roll. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, no, it's so, yeah. I mean, we talk about this kind of stuff a lot, but I, I don't like dismissing things because I think anything can
1: yeah.
0: sound interesting and make you do things you wouldn't usually do.
1: Yeah, it's kind of getting that approach like um, pedals and effects guys uh, get into just experimenting and making sounds.
0: Well, that's like, what it, that's, what I love does, that sort of stuff. What does this thing do? What does it do well and what does it suck at? Well, most, most pedals, people wouldn't release, well, not just pedals, most gear. Mm-hmm. right? I, I can't see anyone, any a company or yeah, like a small business, you know, going, this is utter crap, but I'm just going to release it anyway. Yeah. Like <laughs> everything has a purpose. <laughs> metal zone.
1: <laughs> no, Even act- a metal zone. Actually, someone, <laughs> someone said the other day, Apparently, Metal Zone's really good on base.
0: So okay, well, there's a video to do.
1: We should try it on your Moog. Ooh, <sighs> on that bombshell. On
0: that bombshell.
1: That's but, on Top Gear. I, I've been watching Top Gear. Actually, <laughs> 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 I've got through so, got through season 11 yesterday.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, because I, well, I used to watch it always on cable. Um, okay. Every night there was uh, two episodes of Top Gear, and then oh, I used okay. to I used to watch a lot of it. It's great show, talk to you. Um, so, yeah, so on no, that note, never, never dismiss things. I no. think it's easy to dismiss things, but... Um, even if you
1: work out, like, oh, great, that's a cool approach, and even if you don't end up using it and selling it, at least you have that little extra yeah. sort of bit of knowledge about...
0: Oh, and it's, sounds. And, and I think it's actually it's in that it might get loud video mm. um, the Edge talking about it he said like every effects pedal has one good sound yeah. he hasn't come across an effects pedal that doesn't at least have one good sound and I, I, I totally agree with it Yeah. and one of the reasons why he has this humongous rack and everything behind him is because he still he goes well I use this rack for that recording for that sound right. I'm still using it yep. because that's the sound and it was good for that one song but I'm not using it for any other songs I'm using this other one for the next song and that one for the next song and he has the ability of he has people carrying yeah, all his crap around he has him. a plane to fly that shit around yeah he has his own plane but anyway yeah um, yeah on that note yeah, uh, might be lunch time eh? uh, yeah let's go get some lunch uh, mm. hope you enjoyed the podcast and thanks for listening thanks to all the people um, subscribing and please make sure to keep subscribing check out our okay. social media check out our YouTube channel if you go to a YouTube channel, please be so kind as to hit in the um, the uh, notification bell. Yes. Um, and um, even if you don't really want to watch the video, um, just put it on while you go to the toilet and so Because then our you know that means more people watched it, and Google Inc. is happier with us and gives us money. Mm. And the more money we get from Google Inc., the more videos we can make, and the more podcasts we can make. So. Um, Or And if you are a pedal builder or guitar maker or amp builder or cable maker or any kind of music or music gear related manufacturer or distributor of some sort, and you would like us to do videos of it, get in touch with us. Super fun, awesome, happy time. Super fun, awesome, happy time. No pedal show at gmail.com. Send us a message. Um, or if you are someone who would like to sponsor us even That's crazier thing. things have happened you know um, let us know and we will plug your stuff and wear t-shirts and mm. drink out of mugs um, yep Just we are for sale
1: send us your underwear with your uh, logo in braille on the front <laughs> <In> braille
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent so on that note thank you so much for listening uh, cool. and yeah enjoy your week I'll talk to you guys next time catch you later bye, bye.